0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show, ad free over at slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about the newest Jackie Chan film to hit Netflix entitled Hidden Strike Came out this year, 2023, directed by Scott Waugh, written by Arash Amel, starring Jackie Chan and John Cena. In this movie, two ex-special force soldiers must escort a group of civilians along Baghdad's highway of death, quote unquote, to safety of the green zone. To the safety of the green zone. Uh, I don't entirely agree with that plot description but uh, it's mostly right Uh, but you know when I saw the trailer for this movie which I'm not a big trailer guy but you know sometimes I look to see what's coming what's new what's uh, a new release coming to different streaming services trying to prepare for what I might talk about on this show and I saw the trailer for this I saw this being one of the new movies coming to Netflix starring Jackie Chan and John Cena. Amazing pair. Very interesting pair. For the movies released in the US uh, with Jackie Chan, they've tried pairing him up with a bunch of different kinds of people, usually comedians like Owen Wilson, like uh, like, um, What's-His-Face, What's-His-Face, the other guy from Rush Hour. I'm blanking on his name. I'll get to it later on. But they try and Pair them up with comedians, and I like them to a degree. I, I enjoyed those movies. I enjoyed the Rush Hour movies at the time. In revisiting, not a big. Not, I've kind of lost a lot of joy of those movies. Uh, the Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Night franchise. I enjoy those movies with Owen Wilson. Uh, he's also been paired up with Johnny Knoxville, which was a, a super interesting pairing. Uh, this one is probably my favorite with John Cena. Right, both. Actors are able to blend comedy and action in very different ways, and I like that. I like the fact that they're both kind of in that action comedy genre. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Jackie Chan's earlier career. I first discovered Jackie Chan in high school when this movie called Rumble in the Bronx came out. And as far as Jackie Chan's movies go... The movies that were released in those that the late '90s were very cheesy, right? You had Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, there were some, there were some decent ones like the Mr. Nice Guy. There was uh, First Strike. There was these movies that were kind of che- very cheesy, dialogue mostly dubbed, but great action. Great action. Nobody does action like. Jackie Chan even the actors the very few actors that actually do their own stunts Keanu Reeves uh, Tom Cruise nobody's doing action like Jackie Chan and neither of those guys fight like Jackie Chan and incorporate environment environment around them brooms ladders hats things like that into their fighting and are also funny so I love Jackie Chan especially his earlier stuff His more recent stuff is very hit or miss. Mostly miss. There are very few of his... I mean, he's still making movies. I love that. But when I see a new Jackie Chan movie, one, I'm going to watch it. But two, the bar is very low. Like, as long as it's not horrible, it's great. This movie, I think, was great. I'm also a fan of John Cena. Not all of his stuff. Again, hit or miss. As far as the wrestlers that have parlayed their careers into acting, I think he is better than The Rock, but not as good as Batista. I think Batista is probably the best actor that I've seen that came from the wrestling world, the quote-unquote professional wrestling world. But I do love John Cena in things like The Peacemaker, great action comedy, The Suicide Squad specifically, the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie, the Suicide Squad that he was in. Uh, Loved him in both of those. Obviously, he's playing the same character in both of those, but still, both great. So, you know, and when I see John Cena, I'm like, well, I'll probably, it's probably going to be at least okay. And to see them paired up, I think is great in this movie. Because I did love this movie. And I've heard people criticize this movie there is plenty in this movie to criticize don't get me wrong this isn't a perfect film this isn't reinventing jackie chan's career this isn't going to be high on john cena's uh reel of films that he's the most proud of but for me somebody that the bar is so low with jackie chan i just want to see something that's not horrible and not to mention the fact that even in the movies, in the generation, the decade where I became a fan of Jackie Chan, they weren't the most elevated movies. They were cheesy movies. And I've re-watched, I've been re-watching a lot of Jackie Chan movies. And let me tell you, he's not a guy that's known for doing grounded, real, hard-hitting, elevated stuff. So it's pretty easy for me to just enjoy it. If there's some fun action scenes, if he's paired up with somebody who they they play off of good, Chris Tucker. I knew it. I knew I would get it. I'm just... Chris Tucker's fine. I liked him in air. He can be very annoying. But neither Chris Tucker or Owen Wilson are action guys in any way. Comedy, yes. Acting, sure. But I think John Cena fits... The per- he's the perfect blend because not only is he action comedy, but unlike Jackie Chan, he's a very different flavor of action comedy. He has the looks of the 90s action superhero guy, not superhero, but action star, right? He's got that old school look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone of the 90s action movies, but also funny. Where Jackie Chan comes from the martial arts kung fu movie more agility, smaller, nimble. Also very funny. So them pairing up I think is amazing. And everybody that criticizes that, I don't get what you're talking about. Like I don't know if you've ever watched a Jackie Chan movie. I don't know, like it is so rare when there is magic between Jackie Chan and I think another movie that does it great is him and Michelle Yeoh in Supercop, uh Police Story 3 Supercop. I think that's probably the pinnacle of, I don't think anybody's matched Michelle Yeoh when she teamed up with Jackie Chan in that film. This, probably the closest. So because of that, big plus. Great action scenes, fun action moments. That's all I really need. Does it have to have good writing, good dialogue? No, because most don't. Does it have to have a good story? No, most don't. Does it have to have Amazing special effects. No. Most don't. And Jackie Chan's not doing his death-defying crazy stunts necessarily. He's definitely using modern technology to be safer. But he's still in many ways Jackie Chan. He's still able to fight. He's still able to move. Unlike a lot of action stars that just can't really move anymore. Right? I I think he's still... He's not... He's older. He's just like 60-something years old. But he's moving better than most old actors who are still trying to do these action movies. So for what I love about Jackie Chan, this, this movie, I think, hits the mark. It's a lot of fun, right? Fun. If, like, if you're not having fun, that's one thing with Jackie Chan and these older ones. He's really tried to lean into being more of a dramatic actor, trying to make his movies more dramatic. To bring up that franchise again, the police story in the reboot of that franchise, he's trying to go more dramatic. I think he's a great actor, but because just because he's able to be a dramatic actor, you have to, that relies a lot more on great writing, great story. There's a lot of other components that I can't just overlook if you're going to go serious and grounded. But if you're going to be fun and lighthearted, man, will I let things slide? Right? And I think that's pretty common. I think it's very common for people in a comedy, in an action movie, to let a lot of things slide. Like qualitative aspects of a movie uh, are easily overlooked if it's fun and there's great action. So I enjoyed this, especially because it's like so hard. Like I said, it's like I'm in the desert of Jackie Chan movies. It is so rare that I come across something that's that's fun and entertaining that's not a bummer. So this that was great, and I think you know I think this is I it just like I hope this. And this, from what I've heard, it's not going to be like some reigniting of his career in America. This movie was made a while ago, put on the shelf just got released on netflix so but it's been popular on netflix from what i've heard so i'm hoping in the era of these streaming services putting out very mediocre action movies which is fine the i mean i've heard a lot of criticisms about these action movies like ghosted on apple tv or red notice on netflix which I'm not necessarily a big fan of those, but they are fun action movies. If I was a teenager back in the 90s and those movies were on, I would have loved them. I would have enjoyed them. Do they compare to the elevated, better quality action movies we get with like Mission Impossible, with John Wick, with these kinds of movies that we're getting now? No. But are they fun? Are there great action set pieces? Are they like entertaining? Yeah. So I think in an era where... They're still putting money into these kinds of movies, giving them way bigger budgets than this movie, Hidden Strike, got. I would love to see Jackie Chan and John Cena get at least a few sequels. If they can do sequels to Murder Mystery, they're doing a sequel to Red Notice, which I thought was a garbage movie. Gray Man, I thought that was fine. Ghosted whatever but they're putting decent budgets behind action movies put some money get get that get these guys some money get a uh, you know the director wasn't horrible i think just special effects visual effects that they had bumped up sure perfect that would have i think i think that would have improved so much of this i would love to see it and it would be way better if you put a little bit of money into it i think you're going to get an even better product cuz what you get for the money they spent I thought, I thought it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> so, I would highly recommend it if you are somebody who likes fun action movies, especially if you're a Jackie Chan fan, you've been disappointed in a lot of the movies. Like it's very rare that any good Jackie Chan movie comes out, but you understand his sensibility. Or even if you're just a John Cena fan and you don't know about Jackie Chan, I would say dip your toe into this movie and then if you want some more Jackie Chan recommendations hit me up because there are epic Jackie Chan movies like epics this dude has done epic stunts that nobody else has done for the show and make a great gift for any fan plus with each purchase you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content so don't wait head on over to Inspiredisorder.com now and check out the full collection thanks for listening and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some ray taylor show merchandise today and now let's get back to the show and the thing i love about jackie chan movies bloopers at the end which even that he inspired there are a, there's a Toy I think Toy Story 2 has bloopers because Jackie Chan made bloopers popular again at the end of movies in the 90s. I, I give all the credit to Jackie Chan for that. Anyway, I want to get into this movie, which the plot, I will get into spoilers, not yet. But the plot of this movie, I do want to talk about just general things about this movie. Like, didn't like, whatever. The plot of this movie, nothing special. As I said, you have Jackie Chan playing this character. Which is like, in so many movies, this is like one of the reasons why the story and characters and all those things don't really matter. It's because I always refer to Jackie Chan as Jackie Chan. I mean, a lot of movies, his name is Jackie anyway. Especially the dubbed movies. But I just I can't help but just, just he's Jackie Chan. That's Jackie Chan. Doing playing a character. Sure. But his character, he's like this, uh, you know, he's an ex military, current military guy. He's going to his he's on a mission to extract a bunch of people from an oil refinery in the Middle East. Most of this movie or all this movie takes place in the Middle East. John Cena lives in a village where he's kind of like this contract soldier for a hire type of a guy, right? So he gets gigs now and then, but he's living in this village with people just surviving, enjoying life unplugged from society, getting gigs with his army buddies now and then to pull off jobs, right? So they get this job and he's trying to get money so he can get their well going. Cause they don't have water. Right? Cause it's, oil's nice but you can't survive without water. And he's a great co-star, he brings great comedy. Got that large 90s action star vibe. Skip Trace was the Johnny Knoxville one. Wasn't as I remember wasn't bad. I actually kind of want to go back and rewatch that. Since I've been rewatching a lot of Jackie Chan movies, I am Reviewing Drunken Master at the end of the week uh, on Friday, and then on my other podcast, Top Five, I am ranking my top five police story movies. Uh, but Skip Trace was an interesting one. Johnny Knoxville, and that's a that's a very interesting pair, pairing as well, because Johnny Knoxville, obviously from Jackass, s- somebody who one of the only other actors in Hollywood that has put his body through crazy torture. For entertainment like Jackie Chan is Johnny Knoxville no other actor now he may not be doing the the character he may not be doing action movies narrative films jackass is far from that but still he puts he risks his safety and life and has sustained many injuries to entertain people on film similar to Jackie Chan I thought that was a great I don't remember it being as great but it was still and he's funny' a funny back and forth. So Johnny Knoxville and Skip Trace in this one I do want to go back and watch Skip Trace It came out in 2016 And it was on Netflix Not sure if it still is But would love it I just like I would love for And I would love for Jackie Chan to work with somebody That's one of these directors that are doing Like the John Wick movies These like stuntmen turned directors To just bring him in Like even if he got a role in a John Wick movie Or, uh, you know, any of these, like, what was something else that I was thinking of? John Wick, obviously. Oh, Extraction. Sure. I mean, this could be the next Extraction. Extraction and John Wick, they're doing things very special with action movies. They're finding new ways. You know, Extraction doing these super long takes. That's perfect for Jackie Chan. Give Jackie Chan long takes or at least the illusion of long takes with long choreographed fight scenes. Bring it back to old Drunken Master, old, all these different Jackie Chan movies where it's these, these long choreographed, beautiful fight scenes that are mostly like dance. Would love that. This movie though, So the idea, John Cena's character trying to bring water, so he's trying to make money to bring water to this village, right? So taking these jobs that he may or may not agree with to do that, right? CG in this movie, not good, bad. A lot of CG backdrops, which is so common today, so common. Like, the difference between the CG in this movie and the CG in Marvel is really not that much different. They're both obviously CG backgrounds. Like, in neither of this movie or Marvel, am I believing that these people are in the space that they are supposed to be CG'd into? This one, more noticeable, not as much detail, looks more video game cutscene but still, it's like just the use of CG is sad. And it's just more noticeable in this. But not any different than even big-budget Disney stuff. So the story's whatever. CG's whatever. The chemistry between Jackie Chan and Cena is what's great. Right? The story does enough. Like, whatever story it is, it's like, this is the reason why this a- these action characters are going to be fighting. That's like... Every story in every like Kung Fu movie. I mean, there's probably well written ones and all of that, but like, you know, First Strike, please, story four, First Strike. It's just like the story uh, way more complex and convoluted than this one. But just situations, it's just reasons to have this character be in fight scenarios. Very much like a porn. You know the story doesn't really matter. It just sets up reasons for two people to go at it. So there's fun action moments in this. And like I said, bar so low, doesn't really, not necessarily just with action movies. I've raised my bar a little bit. Like I don't, I don't like the excuse that oh it's an action movie, oh it's a comedy. So why are you nitpicking little things? Because people will complain about that because. Because, you know, it's just like, if if there's something that takes me out, then it takes me out. But if it's good in other areas, like if an action movie has really fun action, and it's an action comedy, and it's also funny. Like, if it's doing those things that makes me not mind the bad CG, the bad writing, or the g- generic story, then good for it. Right? But usually, like, just... The excuse of genre isn't enough for me to be just like... Like, there needs to be something for me to overlook the negatives that generally come along with the genre. So, like I said, Evolve, higher, like, upper echelon action movie, John Wick, Mission Impossible, The Matrix, right? Where they kind of are, are nailing great story, writing, acting, and great action. Mission Impossible, maybe not the greatest story. They're very generic stories in Mission Impossible as well. But, like, again, if you can do great action, then, like, okay, whatever. Story. It's, it's, it's connective tissue to get me from fight A to fight B to fight C. Or to action set piece to action set piece. But then you have stuff like Fast and Furious, which I'm a fan of. Which is ridiculous. Story, whatever. Acting, whatever. But crazy, fun. Over-the-top action set pieces, bring it. Bring it. Family, right? Okay, I'm in. doesn't have to be. Is it going to be on, like, my best action movies of all time? Maybe not. I mean, Fast Five, there's a lot of greatness in Fast Five. Don't get me wrong. That took from Police Story, the favela thing, first Police Story movie. Already did it. Anyway, and like I said, if there's a Jackie Chan movie that makes me feel anything other than disappointed, I'm all in. It's a win for me. This was a win for me. And I love that this movie also was a mixed language movie that used subtitles instead of dubbing. Especially going back and watching the older Jackie Chan stuff. I hate the dubbing is like they make... Not always. I think dubbing has gotten better over the years, but they can make a movie so much worse. Just because the performances of the people recording the dub, like I want to hear the original performance from the actors and read, even though I'm bad at reading, even though it takes me longer, because a lot of the times I have to pause, especially from watching an Indian film. But I want to hear the performance So I like this one that it's it's just subtitled. But I do want to get into spoilers. Talk about specific moments that I liked. So spoiler warning. So evacuation oil wars. They got to evacuate. There's refinery that's being attacked. Uh, Jackie has to extract everyone from the refinery. There are like tons of people including like women and children Like, there are families at this refinery that need to be taken through this area they call the hallway of death. Highway of death. Surrounded when they get to the highway of death. Like, they're in, like, ten charter buses to extract these people. Like, it is a lot of people. And the highway of death, just one lane going both ways desert surrounding it and when they show up to it it is comically full of destroyed burnt out vehicles scattered along the side of the road somehow all these destroyed vehicles never got destroyed on the road they're all off the road maybe a few here and there and also there's like oil pump things flaming right very comical very much like a cutscene you would see in a twisted metal game or something like that But whatever, I don't care, sure. Very cartoonish, I don't care, let's do this. You have Jackie's daughter, one of the people being evacuated, so of course that gives you a little bit of like emotion to this movie. A little bit of a backstory about how Jackie's character was never around, always on these quote-unquote missions, even when his wife was dying, her mom. He was on a mission, he wasn't there. They have this emotional moment, both crying, Right? It works. It's good. It's good enough. You don't need much. It's more emotional. It, it's the, the biggest, like, emotional connection I've had with Jackie and a character in a movie. Like, it's so rare that there is any kind of, you know, emotional whatever component. I mean, they try, but, you know, it's, it's you know, they, they, they don't really care. This they, It works, I think is take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus as a member you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks including the full week of shows ad free in both audio and video versions a live painting archive early access to the many faces members only discounts and deals a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must-have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspired and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now Let's get back to the show. Then, while they're on this road, there's this big sandstorm, right? There's also elements of this movie that feel like there's elements that are kind of fast and furious, you know, roadway heist type of things, but also Mad Max Fury Road, you know, desert vehicles, off road vehicles. The movie kind of gave me both of those vibes. Sandstorm coming, people who are armed on the roofs of these charter buses have to come inside right so close up they lose connection with the other buses and you have this heist thing right and this is the job that john cena's on so at this point the beginning of this movie john cena is the adversary of jackie chan right john cena's part of this group that's doing this job that later john cena's character realizes is is shady shit like they you know he wants to make money to get water for his village but he doesn't want to do like he only wants to take out quote-unquote bad guys and Jackie Chan obviously just trying to save all these families and his daughter but there's great fights on the bus where they camera you have floating around them very much like very CG but cool trying some interesting camera work right you have this woman being kicked out of the through the windshield right laying down while the bus passes over right very clearly cg but still great and then when they find the american mercenaries right they they finally get through it people are missing so jackie gets on the helicopter with some people And they're like, we got to go find find this bus or find where these people got took, right? Because the mercenaries took people off the bus. And they find it. They blow up one of their doom buggies. And Cena knows at this point that he was doing some shady shit. And you see Jackie Chan's crew, very smart, very precise. They know what they're doing. Right? Versus these mercenary guys who aren't amateurs but they're not as well coordinated and you know they're very much hap dash a bunch of egos kind of stuff right there's also a great running gag throughout this movie about john cena trying to come up with nicknames for the different mercenaries that he's working with at the beginning which i do enjoy the that running gag then you see cena versus chan in a very great fight i think editing it's not like long takes seeing that it's not like dance it's not fighting as dance like you get with a lot of Jackie Chan movies but still a great fight edited great moments but I believe you know Jackie Chan could be 60 years old but I still believe Jackie Chan could fight John Cena and be competitive sure I mean John Cena he might be muscular he might come from quote unquote professional wrestling but they don't actually, they don't even have to know wrestling to be a professional wrestler. You just have to be big and do, know, know the moves of that entertainment. Whereas Jackie Chan, uh, legit, he, he could fight, even though it's more theatrical kung fu, not really a proven martial art. But still, I buy it. And then they kind of come to some realization they both have lost They've lost people, right? So they kind of ha- form a connection, and then they're they're almost like so they're adversaries, and then they realize they have a lot in common. Then all of a sudden, they also realize that oh, they're both being attacked. So now they're kind of together in a lot of ways, and they're in the situation where they're being fired at. They're like in this, th- this area underneath a giant s- satellite dish or whatever, and. There's a scene where that's kind of similar in many ways to Super Cop, where they accidentally pull the pin on a grenade, right, as they're gonna they're gonna throw it. Then you have this situation where they have to fight together. There during them being fired upon, Jackie throws him an assault rifle, and seen his character's complaining that he didn't load the clip, So Jackie just throws handfuls of bullets at him. It's like I didn't have time. Right, hilarious moment. There's a great reveal where you see John Cena can speak Chinese, which is fun, right? Similar to Rush Hour when Chris Tucker's character realizes that Jackie Chan can speak English, and I love these two as a duo. I want to see a whole franchise of them, right? Right? It's like halfway through this movie they're finally, like, they're paired up together fighting against this this thing, trying to get the people back. They're a perfect match. Cena has a thing for Jackie's daughter. Great. Adds a little bit of dynamic whatever. Similar to I think Shanghai Noon where Owen Wilson's character had a thing for Jackie's sister, I believe. And I have no idea how jackie's daughter even shows up they're back at like cena's village that he lives at somehow his daughter is there like she was with the caravan of people but now she's there whatever i don't know how she got there but she's there then they get attacked by the mercenaries in the village and you get to see the brute force of cena pushing dudes through walls right Versus the agility of Jackie Chan, jumping from rooftops, uh, tangling villains up with the straps of their guns, right? Funny moment where Cena slams two guys through the roof of a building, and then Jackie falls on top of Cena, kind of, you know, and then letting him know he's okay. Just these funny moments within the action sequences. And a lot of this, the mercenaries kidnap these people because they're going to steal the oil from the refinery, but they needed the head scientist and their key, right? And there's a moment where they're in the area where in the oil refinery where they don't use guns because it'll explode, cause an explosion, right? Which means we're going to have to do hand-to-hand combat, which is perfect, perfect excuse to, to have some fun fight scenes. They have Jackie tackling the one-eyed trouser snake through the window, who's one of the many nicknames the guy with all the tattoos had on on his face and everything that Cena kept trying to come up with a new name for. And Cena gives him uh, a new nickname after that, calling him a dead man, but he says it in Chinese, which I thought was fun. And then there's a, a missed fist bump, which is also really fun as well jackie's daughter another little reference which i don't know if all these are intended references jackie's daughter's name is may that's the name of his girlfriend in the police story movies there's a foam fight right foam fire retardant foam uh jackie fighting the tat face guy you know he's got bubbles in his mouth which is a reference i would say to shanghai noon uno moss where they're taking baths and doing the drinking song him and Owen Wilson. Uh so great fight scene in the bubbles, great reference there. Uh you have Cena going off road at the end of this with his his the love of his life, his truck, right? But Jackie's daughter is driving. There's a bad driver joke, which not only is she a woman, but she's also Asian, so it's like ah, But it's all she's also driving this old truck that's Cena's, and it's got certain things. So it's understandable that anybody would be bad at driving it regardless. They use this jet engine as like NOS, which I I have to believe is on a Fast and the Furious, one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Somebody attached a rocket to one of their cars. See, it has to. There's I know there's a movie. And during the credits, there's there's kind of like this comedic epilogue of the movie, right? They open up the well, so they get the water finally. And they set up for another mission and do a fist bump. So I hope... I, I'm glad they did a little setup. I was like, yes, we need to do this. And also, they have bloopers. You get the little little shocker at the end. I, I want... Like, after seeing this movie... I I want more. I want more. I love it. I love that there's still bloopers. Obviously, it's not like people getting injured doing stunts bloopers, but it's people messing up lines. And it's also people trying to get a gun out of a holster. It's all the funny stuff that you see at the end of Jackie Chan movies. But I love this movie. I want more. um, Far more than I want more Rush Hour movies, which they are doing more Rush Hour movies. Far more than I want more Red Notice movies. There are so many of these, like I said, action movies, which, don't get me wrong, aren't horrible. But if I had to choose for somebody to get a bunch of money to do more action movies, it'd be Jackie Chan and John Cena. I I love them as a duo. I want to see more of it. And like I said, I would love to see Jackie in a movie directed by you know, a John Wick, or even have him in a John Wick movie. Have him in uh, the extraction movies, right? Have him come into these franchises that are, like, already doing great stuff. Would also love to see, if not John Cena, would love to see Jackie and Michelle Yeoh do something again. There was rumors that he was supposed to be in everything everywhere all at once in the husband role i believe or possibly michelle yo's role and then they changed genders either way uh i would love to see them come together and do a movie again because that was aside from john cena probably my favorite duo that i can think of offhand And I want to just see Jackie Chan. I want to see because of these directors doing interesting action movies, especially the extraction guys who are doing like these long takes. That is, I mean, there's no comedy in extraction. He could bring some comedy to it, which would be an interesting ingredient for those movies. But just to see Jackie Chan do long choreographed action again would be amazing. Anyway, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Hidden Strike. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder where all of these episodes are also available in video form. Until next time, enjoy the show.